Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here at historic Lambeau Field. I'm excited to chat with our guest. In high school, he was a two-time All-State honoree in Colorado, lettered two years as a linebacker at USC before helping his alma mater to a Rose Bowl victory as an assistant coach. The start of a now 20-plus year NFL coaching journey that includes a Super Bowl title. The first ever coach on the Packers POV podcast, Green Bay's defensive coordinator, Joe Barry. How's it going, Joe? Good, Taylor. How are we doing, man? Doing great. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Absolutely. Now, we can stay right here at SC because this is an interesting father-son dynamic as your father, Mike Barry, was the O-line coach there as you were a player. So I want to hear about that player-coach dynamic and then, of course, the co-coach dynamic as you stayed on to coach at SC. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of cool. Grew up a, a son of a coach, and you know my dad worked his way up the ranks, and uh, he was the offensive line coach at the University of Colorado when I was in high school. And then I went to SC, and then going into my my senior year, John Robinson was the head coach at USC. I'll never forget. My dad called me. He's like, I got a call from Coach Robinson today, and I just thought that. You know, Coach Robinson, as the head coach, was calling rising seniors father. But Coach Robinson had called my dad to offer him the offensive line job. So it was really cool. That was my senior year. And then when I got done playing at SC, I I got into coaching and I was on the coaching staff. I was a graduate assistant. So it was a really cool dynamic. And uh, it was it was really neat. You know, obviously, I knew my dad and know my dad and have an unbelievable relationship with my dad. But to see him as Mike Barry, the football coach, it was pretty neat. So it, it was a neat three years. And then the last year I was a GA, we hired Rod Marinelli as our defensive line coach. His daughter, Chris Marinelli, is my wife. So it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And at this point, you do not yet know Chris, your wife to be. So... The 95 season ended and Chris, Coach Marinelli's oldest daughter, she had just graduated from UC Santa Barbara and she was working for Levi's up in San Francisco. And she took five days off and said, hey, I'm going to go to Dallas for the USC bowl game with my with my mom and dad. So Rod comes to me as the GA and says, hey, you know, Joe, you know, my daughter's coming for the week. She, you know, she's not going to want to hang out with me and my wife in, in the in the hotel room. If you guys go out for a beer or go, you know, do something, you young kids, would you would you mind letting her tag along? And I'm like, man, I got to babysit this girl. I've never seen her. I don't know. You know, the first time I saw her, I was like, oh my God. I was like, coach, I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'll, I'll carry your bags, whatever. Eight months later, we got engaged and we just had our 25th wedding anniversary this past summer. So it was a magical three years at SC. That's a beautiful convergence right there in Southern California. And she's a California girl as well. So when you get the opportunity to go out and take her on what essentially would become a date, where did you guys go? I'll tell you the story about our, our first date. So I think we had our first night off of the bowl week in Dallas. And I, I said, Hey, would you like to, you know, would you like to do something tonight? Just me and you, and then we can meet up some people afterwards. So we went to dinner and then we went to, we saw the movie Pulp Fiction in the movie theater and let's stay together was in that movie. And that was actually our wedding song. So that, that was me and Chrissy's first date. That's amazing. The Al Green version. Yep. Absolutely. 
Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So do you have to actually go and ask now Raiders defensive line coach Rod Marinelli for his permission? Yeah, um, I did. You know, I, I went about it the right way. You know, Rod and I had worked together for at that time, you know, over a year. Um, and we, Chrissy and I had dated for, um, you know, about nine months at that point. So I still remember I was at their house and Chris and her sister ran to the store or something. So they both got out of the house and I was so freaking nervous, even though, you know, at that point I, I had an unbelievable relationship with Rod, but it's, it's still, you know, for a 24 year old, that's uh that's pretty nerve wracking, but I, you know, formally asked Rod and, and Barb, his wife, I'm like, Hey, can you guys sit down on the couch? I got, I got something I want to talk to you about. And, you know, said, they love your daughter and want to marry her and just want your guys, you know, blessing. So they were great. And they've been phenomenal 26 years later. You and Chris now have two daughters, Cameron and Lauren, and twin sons, Nick and Sam, yep. who happen to be standout star football players at local Bayport High School. And yep. I should say, Cameron, a star swimmer at Penn State. So athletics is still running strong in the Barry household to this day. Yeah. Cameron got involved in swimming at an early age. Uh, you know, she started swimming competitively when she was uh, I think seven years old is when she started. Um, and then was able to, um, I was, I was coaching at the Redskins at the time and, uh, she finished her, her high school career in Virginia. I don't know if she still has the records, but when she finished, she was, you know, she had the state record in the hundred and the 200 and then was able to go on to Penn state, had a great career. She just graduated this past June. Lauren is a junior at the University of Colorado. And then Sam and Nick, as you said, just finished their senior football season at Bayport. They had a great year and went 10 and two and went to the third round of the state playoffs and both had great careers. So we're kind of in the middle of figuring out what the next chapter is going to be for them as far as where they're going to school. So yeah, we got uh, four great kids, but Chrissy gets all the credit for that. She's an amazing, amazing mom and an amazing woman. I understand from listening to a Penn State podcast that you and Cameron are very close. In fact, when she was at school, you guys would talk pretty much every day and even got way into yoga together. Yeah, I can't remember if she was home for a short break in the summer or if it was Christmas. But uh, I said, honey, have you ever done yoga? You know, I'm, I'm trying to do it two or three times a week. And uh, she's like, no. So she came to a class and that was the first time. And then she kind of got into it. And then I herniated a, a disc in my back in training camp in the 2018 season. And I really got into it after that, just as kind of maintenance for my body and my back and my mind. So her and I were able to do, you know, every, every chance we did, even during COVID, when all the when all the yoga studios were closed, we were able to pull up, you know, we did it on YouTube. We did, you know, flow yoga classes on YouTube together. And she's she's continued to do it, you know, quite often now that her swimming career is over. So she's a stud. Hey, speaking of flow yoga, you are known as being maybe the most enthusiastic, energetic coach there is. <laughs> but when you do have that rare off day, yeah. what do you like to do to decompress and chill? You know, other than, you know, football and, and my family, I don't play golf. Um, I don't fish, even though I did go ice fishing within the first month of being a, uh, a Green Bay Packer. Other than my, my wife and my kids and, you know, my job, I don't, I don't really have a lot of interests. You know, if I have a day off at home, I have my iPad on my lap and I'm, I'm watching something football related. But my wife does a really good job of like literally coming over to me and grabbing my computer or my iPad and 
taking it away and saying, come over here and let's just hang out and relax. She, she keeps me grounded um, as far as with that. But no, I'll, I'll be able to get away. I think my, my wife and I are going to go. We haven't been down to Kohler yet. We're going to go, you know, spend the day and night at uh, Kohler Lodge. So that will be nice just to get away and relax. When was the moment that you found your passion and love for coaching? You know, I, I think just growing up a son of a coach, I still remember in elementary school every every day after school, definitely during the season, I'd get done with school and I'd I'd sprint home and just so my mom could take me to practice. You know, I would bring my my backpack and I would go to practice. And then after practice, when the coaches went to meetings, I'd go in my dad's meeting room and I'd do my homework. I'd eat at training table with my dad and the players. And then, you know, I'd go home with him at 10 o'clock at night. So I, I think that made a huge impact on me. And then as I got older, I think I fell in love with, obviously, as I got older and in high school and then was able to go play uh, at a high level in college, you know, I kind of mentally arrogantly thought, oh, yeah, when I get done with college, I'm going to I'm going to go play in the NFL, you know, and I was I was a solid college football player. You know, I was probably a, you know, a C plus B minus college football player. I played and, you know, started a few years and had some success. But mentally, I thought. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go in the league next year. There's no doubt, you know, maybe I don't get drafted, but I'll, you know, I'll be a free agent. And as I told you, John Robinson, I, I played for him at the end of my career at USC. He did a neat thing with every, with every senior. He kind of brought at the end of the season, he brought every senior in and just kind of had a sit down talk with him. And he had a direction that he wanted to go with my talk. Um, I didn't know it, but he, but he posed the question. He said, you know, what's next for you? What, what do you want to do moving forward? And I looked at him surprised. I said, coach, what do you mean? I'm going to play in the NFL next year. What are are you talking about? And I mean, he hit me right between the eyes. He said, Joe, you're not good enough to go play in the NFL. You you were a good, solid college football player. So he's like, I'll ask you again, what do you want to do? What are you going to do moving forward? And I'll never forget. I was like devastated. I was shell shocked, but his motivation was he had a, he had a graduate assistant spot on his staff in the fall the next year. So he gave me my shot and, and, you know, the rest is history. I got hired as a, as a graduate assistant on USC staff. So that kind of led me into it. Joe, you've described yourself as a look forward guy. And I want to ask you, what would you like to see in the next evolution of Joe Barry, the man? That's a great question. And I, I think, you know, I, I think it's great to have goals and aspirations and visions, but I think you, you got to do those things in a day by day step basis. So I just try to wake up every single day and attack that day and improve that day, no matter if it's my marriage as a father um, and my relationships at work with everyone that, you know, that I'm able to come in contact with. I'm always hopefully evolving and moving forward in the most positive way that I can go. That's kind of just the way I, I approach every single day. You know, I believe in just being me. And if people say that's, you know, energetic and always upbeat, that's great. That's just the way I am. Those things, I, I just try to be positive every single day. I try to be, you know, energetic um, every single day. And I just try to be consistent. I just try to attack each day and win that day and be the best version of Joe Barry that day. And then the next day, wake up and, and hit repeat and try to do it all over again. Well, you've been great today, Joe. Thank you so much for sharing your time. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's awesome. And keep doing a great job, Taylor. It's good stuff. And thank you for listening to Packers POV. Take care, stay safe, and see you next time.